0: Hi everybody, I hope you're all doing well and I hope your week has started well. Today is Monday, February 12th and today I want to talk about my inspiration and mission as an artist, as a digital artist and blogger. Um, I love to create art and if you want to see my work and see what I've done, you can go to my blog nickyjameson.com where I write about my art and I share my art and also www.nickijamesonart.com and you can see some of my work and I love to create art and I make a very determined effort to create art every day if I can or at least every other day. I don't post all the art that I make but I do try and discipline myself to do something every day even if I scrap it. I really love to do it and it provides a good stress relief from uh, my very busy job that I do during the day and it also helps me get better and one of my goals this year is to be even more prolific with creating art and putting it out there than I was last year and I'll talk a little bit about that maybe in a later episode. So I have been pulling off sort of saying all about me because a typical artist, um, all about me starts with, oh, I, um, I always had art as a youngster. My parents were artists and uh, I always had a paintbrush. I was creative from a very early age. So while I probably was creative, none of those things really applied to me. And I actually came into art a lot later in my life and I call myself a mission-driven digital artist and my mission is to connect the nostalgia of the past to the power of the present encouraging us to savour and celebrate our connections to place and home and hopefully connecting us to a little bit of home with memories and stories. Now this mission comes from my own personal life experiences and more importantly the lessons that came out of my life experiences. And I have kind of condensed them into um, a mission, a creative purpose and a mission. And that mission centers around how I share my art out with people and how I connect with them, with people who like my art through emotion and emotion is what it's really all about that's really what I aim for how do I how do I touch those emotions that make people experience something when they look at my art when they experience my art now if you're from London or UK um, you'll notice uh, London or, or Toronto Canada rather you'll notice that that's where my art focuses because I am a Londoner and I live in Toronto and I have done for several years but I do home to the UK fairly frequently I have family there and I get a lot of my inspiration from there and what I love to do in my art is to portray a city's emotion and nostalgia through layered textures and painterly art and I invite locals and expats alike because there are lots of us um, expats from Britain and so on living all around the world uh, to reconnect with uh, the UK with the city in particular London And so my work actually turns into a story in and of itself. Each picture, each image, they're all layers of stories. And they're my stories. They're other people's stories. They're ways that we all connect. And people that collect my work actually say about how much it made them think of their childhood and growing up and rekindle memories that they were really happy about. So. That is really uh, what I am about. I use a lot of powerful tools to create my art and I really harness technology to do that. So I use uh, Photoshop, I use the iPad, I use layers, I use textures, mixed media, uh, scans of concrete, uh, leather, ink splats, coffee splats. If you look at my art, you'll probably see lots of artistic elements made from these kinds of grunge materials and I call my art grunge art. And I really love doing it, and a lot of it is uh, intuitive, but I start with photographs. I always start with my photography. And on that note, I'm going to come back to that point about how I actually came into photography, but I hope this has given you a little bit of insight as to why I create my art and um, how it affects me and inspires me. So, until next time... I hope you enjoy your day or your evening, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Hi everybody, it's Nikki here. Just wanted to wish everybody Happy Pancake Tuesday. It's actually Shrove Tuesday today, and so everybody's going a bit crazy about pancakes because pancakes are a bit of a thing. They're a bit of a thing in uh, England, but they're also a bit of a thing in America. There are all sorts of uh, types of pancakes and. The pancakes in the United Kingdom is a little bit different from pan- American pancakes. We don't have them with syrup and bacon and loads of fruit. We just have them, well, I prefer them, I should say, with a little bit of lemon, a little bit of sugar, very thin and uh, very light. But uh, in case you don't know the, the history of pancakes, they're eaten on Shrove Tuesday, which all relates to... To the Christian festival of Lent and Shrove, in case you didn't know, it is actually the past tense of a word called "shrive," which the Oxford D- English Dictionary defines as um, presenting oneself to a priest for confession. So it's confession, penance, and absolution. Uh, basically, the day when Christians traditionally confess their sins in church ahead of Lent, and um, Lent is some is a also a Christian festival. And it came from people replicating the suffering and sacrifice of Jesus Christ over the the forty day, um, forty days in the desert, forty nights and forty days in the desert. So, a lot of people use Lent as a way of testing um, what they can give up, so their willpower. So, you give up things that you like, like chocolate or treats, uh, before Easter. So, it's 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 kind of a, a significance thing. So. Um, there are a few days about 46 days between ash wednesday and easter sunday um some people fast but there's actually no obligation to fast on sundays so it if you take off those four those six fasting days it's actually 40 days so it's up to you whether you eat chocolate and uh any treats before um easter or lent that's entirely up to you personally i don't give up anything for lent but that's me and um pancakes with lemon and sugar they are the base the the recipe for pancakes is the same it's just basically eggs flour milk and you you mix them all together have it very thin pour it into a frying pan Um, not a griddle they're not actually griddle, but I think you can use a griddle and then you toss it and make sure it's uh, it's pretty thin cook both sides I like to flip them over and then you can just add anything you want on them and uh, they make a really nice dessert and they can always, oh, they can be a, a breakfast snack or a dinner snack. Or, and you can use them any way, any way you like. They're very, very tasty. Anyway, so I thought I'd give you that little bit of information about Shrove Tuesday and pancakes. And I think I'm off to make some pancakes for this evening. Till next time, stay well, I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.